0: Well, hello there world, and welcome back to another episode of the Inlight Moment with your host, Monica Alicia, that's me, where I'm bringing truth and insight taken from my everyday life, as well as from the lives of those that come across my path, in order to share with you the truth and insight so that your life may come out of the darkness and into the light. But first, let me say... If you've been listening to this and you have any questions or you have any feedback, make sure to email me and let me know those um, so that I can address them for you. The email is moment at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-I-N-L-I-G-H-T-M-O-M-E-N-T at gmail.com. Also, if you're not on my current email listing, make sure to go ahead and check that out and get on there. Uh, you can go to the webpage, The Inlight Code, that's www.theinlightco.com, where you can review a little bit more about The Inlight as well as get on the email subscription there. Um, I'll be sending out encouragement, updates, as well as sometimes God places on my heart to do giveaways and just events and things that will be coming up that I would love to uh, share with you that way as well. And then finally, if you feel led in any way to want to help the podcast by becoming a sponsor, giving donation, uh, use your skills, your insight, your wisdom to just really help this to grow and get it to a place that can be a blessing to others, make sure to reach out to me through that as well so that we can you know, get that going. With that said, for this episode, I decided to do kind of a recap of the past episodes um, from the beginning to the end. I've done interviews, I've talked in the beginning, and I just wanna really share my insight that I learned from each one of these episodes. With that said, I'm going to be honest and say, I didn't quite feel like recording today. <laughs> okay, well, it wasn't so much that I didn't feel like recording. Today is the day after Christmas. I'm actually recording this a day of that I should be posting later. In the past couple of weeks, there were some days that I recorded the day of, but usually I record, you know, a couple of days or a week in advance and and then just kind of make sure if I have to do any editing before I post it. But knowing that I was going to do the episode this way, it's a little smoother process than having to coordinate with someone else via interview. So I had in my mind, I was going to sit at my desk today where I have my new microphone, you know, that I had purchased for this podcast and sit there and just kind of, you know, listen to episodes and recap and, and address this for you. But when the time came, I was just kind of laying on my couch. Yes, I'm on the couch again. And I began looking towards my office and was like, oh, <laughs> man, I have to sit there. And then it just, it just dawned on me. It's like, hey, you can do it from your couch. You love your couch. Your couch is comfortable. That's part of the blessing of the whole, you know, technology and things that you can actually do it from your, your couch. And with that, I'm reminded, I want to encourage you again as well, And maybe that was part of the beauty of um, one of the beauty that came out of during the period of our lockdown is that a lot of businesses and a lot of people were able to look at life, was able to look at the way they were doing things and say, hey, we can think outside the box. We can be just as productive. Maybe we don't have to be in an office setting. Maybe we don't have to do it this way. And I'm not saying to not to go to the office. I'm not saying to have any type of structure. I'm just saying that sometimes when God gives you a vision or it gives you a dream, you're not always going to feel like doing it. You know, you may or may not. But if you're not, it doesn't necessarily mean you're not supposed to do the vision. It doesn't mean you're not supposed to carry through. Sometimes you literally just have to push through. But also, don't hesitate to think outside the box. And in my case, I'm able to lay on my couch, <laughs> record from my phone, and provide this message to you. So with that said, again, let's get started. Like- in episode one, titled It's My First Podcast, y'all, because literally, it was my first podcast, (laughs) y'all. It was the first episode of this particular podcast, and it's my first overall podcast in general. Um, I did that one from my couch. I did it with my phone through um, this app, in which I remember being excited as well as Well, really excited. There was no nervousness. I had been thinking for a while to do a podcast. It's been something that's been in my spirit, and after just kind of hearing him pass by, pass by, another podcaster mentioned how they were doing it. I said, "You know what? Hey, I'm just gonna start there," and that's how how I did it. Just on my couch talking to you. So the lesson there, even as I think I've kind of said over um, in that episode, is that sometimes you just have to start. You know. You just have to start and grow from there. You know, I've seen that in my journey. I've seen that with God that, you know, plan, research, do it all, but sometimes just start, which led me then to my second podcast, which in reality, it's really kind of my first one, I should say. Um, The second episode was First Things First, which was the importance of seeking God. And I kind of related that of saying how, In life and i've even seen this again in a theme throughout these other interviews that i've done with people that when you don't know where to start there's so many different rules so many different ways that people can start an adventure but if you don't know where to start my experience and my recommendation and what is true in my life is put god start with god start with there and everything else will follow his word says that the Bible scripture says that life experiences have shown that that something about following the Lord, you know, whether you're going back to church or you're doing a fast or you're reading the Bible or, you know, whatever way is equivalent to you of how you put God first, going back to those roots is what really works. And so in that episode, I just shared more of that. I shared more of my experience of how I put God first in my life and what it means to me and what it has done for me. So definitely go back to listen to episode two if you're at that place. And then for the third episode, Chicken Eagle No More. I decided to do that one as just kind of an encouraging story. Um, It was a story that I've heard in my early days of, I won't say early days of faith because I think I've always, my parents have always exposed me to God or I've always had this this uh, desire in my heart to know the things of God. But that was a story that just really stuck out with me when I was at a place where I was in my adult life. I'd already, you know, graduated from college. I was already working in a job. I already was kind of had like a somewhat good life, but yet it felt like something was missing. And I know how whenever we're going after our dreams, I know how whenever you want something, your own internal thoughts other people' experiences, just things, can begin to to gnaw at you, and can begin to contradict what you're believing, and tell you you're not good enough, you can't accomplish this. In reality, you're the top person. The reality, you're royalty. In reality, you're something great. I I, I recently shared, um, I believe, with my cousin, but I recently shared to someone of an analogy of think of like. A kingdom. You know, I've really been into watching these Korean and Chinese drama shows, but most of the ones I like watching are the period-based ones where they're living in this palace and you have the emperor, you have the, the princess, you have the princess, and then they marry through, you know, other people that are of royalty status just like them. And I know, you know, you, you're you called, you know, the child of God, you know, um, we're a royal priesthood is what the scripture says. You are someone of royalty. You are someone of high status, whether you feel like it or not. And if, let's say, you know, in modern day, a king or queen or whatever, they leave their position and they're roaming out in the world and they're in the grocery store, just because they're in a grocery store doesn't mean they're no longer who they are. You know, just because you're maybe not even operating in your, your, your calling, it doesn't mean that you're less than or you're not a person that's supposed to be in a good place. So hold true to the desires of your heart. Hold on to your belief systems, especially when they're good, and don't let other people sway you from those. Episode four, four was my first interview. It was an interview with Lex Blaine, who was also my cousin. Keeping in line with the theme of my podcast where not only am I sharing truth and insight from my life as well as the lies from those that come across my path, but I also like to um, show you kind of the process to remind you to use what you have, to remind you that God will provide people, resources, things you need in your everyday life. So that's a big reason why I try to speak with people and let you know as well how I know them because you may be thinking oh the only way I can be successful the only way I can have this podcast or whatever is I have to have oprah on my you know as my backer which yes oprah I want to interview you one day or be with you one day <laughs> but i'm just saying that's not always the case you know um there are valuable people around you skilled people around you who are just as important and titles Make people to an extent, but they don't make a person. You look at their character, look at what they're doing, and don't discount someone because they aren't so-and-so. But in this case, Lex Blaine is my cousin who always had that sister-like connection with her, always admired her always, she's very talented, very skilled, very helpful. She does music, she does acting, she does comedy, she does writing. I mean, it's just like this, you know, I called her and, and her husband as, as well, like this powerhouse, you know, just all of this information and talent that can be used for, for the glory of God, which is part of the beauty of her story, because she shares how she and her family have moved from the East Coast they were living in the d c area and they have moved recently moved out to the l a area because they felt led by God. This is a true um true testimony of faith of trusting God and how things have begin working out for them, how she shared a story of how they you know didn't have a vehicle because they had sold everything and they were thinking, "Oh, we need one now and at the same time she and her husband had the same leading to this one particular vehicle and everything has flowed and how they now have a studio that they purchased out there and how it just, you know, how their kids are asking them, hey, what's going on here? But it's just really, really a great interview that I was blessed by. But one of the main things that really blessed me because I can relate um, from her story is when I mentioned, you know, like, Kind of what's next, or what is she doing, or you know, what is she working towards? And she shared how she's a consider herself a, an ambitious person, has a lot of talents, a lot of you know desires, a lot of dreams. But by putting God first, that's how, and being in a place of just letting God lead is really what's kind of helping to organize all of this. And I can relate to that. Again, remember I said in my in episode two of First Things First. That I've experienced that in my own life you know you you think oh gosh I, I need more friends oh I need to get married oh I need to start this business oh I need to clean oh I and you just somehow get overwhelmed and there's there's tools there's structures there's things you know you can put in place to to learn to get more organized or to learn to be more productive but even that in itself is just one more to-do list right oh let me take this course of how to be organized. Let me go to the doctor and get some medicine to help me <laughs> stay focused. Let me research natural herbs to stay focused. You know, when you could just somehow just go to the one that has all the answer. Go to the one that knows all the people. Goes to the one that has all the resources. You get what I'm saying? That can send your way. You know, the Lord says, your steps are ordered by the Lord, which ooh, for my episode five, when I um, interviewed, marcus sullivan the national um radio host and a tmz coordinator who i've known my whole not my whole life i've known pretty much in my when i moved to houston in my lakewood church days and i met marcus on an elevator because my job at the time was at the same radio station he was working how our store steps were just ordered in this elevator and he shares how over the course of his career in in that episode he kind of gives us this layout of you know, I was working here, and I I moved to, he moved to Houston for football, and football didn't work out, so he looked at his next passion of wanting to be on the radio, and then he just so happened to be, you know, working at a car dealership, and hears on the radio um, that they're looking for interns at a radio station, and when he looks at the radio station, he somehow had a connection there of someone he knew, and he reached out to them, and then on the day that the you know, the day that he starts it's nine eleven, And, and then from there, how, you know, how he started his own, um, show and just begins just, you know, the ordering of God's steps. Uh, so with that, and then of course, like, you know, with Lex Blaine following God, do you see how God can just going to God can order your steps to the right people, to the right situations, uh, So that was what blessed me, one of the main things that blessed me with her interview. And then again, speaking on um, episode five with Marcus Sullivan, he had said, I asked him, do you ever get nervous? And I I like to ask people that question, especially the ones that um, are maybe in the forefront and they're speaking to the masses. They're speaking to a lot of people because I think they say that public speaking is one of the like worst fears or top fears that people have for whatever reason maybe it's you know you worried about the way you look or feel your failure or you know we're such a society of validation but whatever people's own reasons his response was not so much nervous because he thinks he's going to fail because again he realizes we're human but because he wants to make sure that he's doing a right job by god he wants to make sure that Uh, And I'm I'm paraphrasing in some level, you have to go back to listen to episode five. But that's, that blessed me, because I I can totally relate. I get it. You know, I get nervous sometimes I get nervous on Yeah, like, Oh, what am I going to look like? (laughs) You know, I do. But then just to kind of flip it, if that is your reasoning, flip it by flipping it, um, of saying no, because I want to make sure I'm doing the best job for God. Somehow that helps of being able to put it back on God, in a sense. Say, hey, Lord, I'm doing this job for you. I want it to be to your glory, so I need your help. You know, if it doesn't work, hey, it wasn't me, it was you. I mean, you have responsibility, but yes. So definitely go back and listen to episodes four and five to kind of see God of ordering your steps and get those insights there. Now for episodes six, seven, and eight, Continues the interviewing journey of interviewing those who are close with me or that I've worked with um, who I consider friends. And that was for episode six with Dr. Janat Ellison, who is also um, who I call my best friend. She is the director of finance in the OUE at Duke University. And the thing I'd always admired about Janat was just kind of her professionalism, how she's a person that can get things done. On the outside, she looks very about the business, you know, almost to the point to where you may not even just outside think, oh, you know, she's into God. She's into spirituality. She's someone who's seeking that. So to hear her testimony of how she has learned through an experience of she shares a story about a miracle that happened with her father, of how prayer works and how I was able to feel blessed by her sharing even um, the story back of when she and I were kind of in our beginning friendship days and we went to a church service together and we were out in the parking lot and she said something which provoked or which made me feel led to pray for her and how she says to this day she remembers that prayer, she remembers that feeling and for her that's when it seemed like something changed within her. So it just really, I'm almost getting chills now as I'm kind of saying this, of just the power of prayer I've always felt in my spirit. I've heard mentors when I was working at Lakewood tell me I'm a prayer intercessor and that they they would always ask me to pray. And I'll share that. I plan on doing a prayer and fasting episode down the road. But they would always tell me things, but then over the course of the years, how I'm not in a boastful way, but even just when I kind of sit back and look, think to myself, "Oh wow, yeah, I have seen where I can pray for someone and they get that job or they get that relationship or they get that answer or they get that healing and I know the Bible calls us to prayer and it calls us to these you know spiritual things, but just to hear someone who um I wouldn't have considered I wouldn't have say was just in this church world." You know, um, wasn't called to ministry. You know, in the church setting, shares a story of how prayer has worked in her life. It was really a blessing to hear. And then, top of that, at the end, you know, I did ask her, you know, just kind of to share some tips or advice for success. And I loved, I loved her answer. Her answer just felt very human, <laughs> you know, it felt very real, real, you know, she wasn't trying to give a cliche answer and of just, um, you know, she spoke along the lines of being comfortable, you know, being in being comfortable with situations. And a lot of times I'll, I'll reference peace when you're doing a new job or you're hanging around people, I'll say, as long as you have peace with it, or if you don't have peace, and to me, you know, the saying, they say tomato, tomato, I'm saying one thing you're, or I'm calling it one thing, you're calling it something else, but it comes down to the same. It's kind of how I see that. I may call it peace and she may call it, you know, feeling comfortable in a situation, but it's still confirmed just just holding on to that inner leading and that inner guide of the Holy Spirit or God or, you know, whatever you want to call it, just, but just that inner um, holiness within you to guide you. Into areas of where you need to be, so that's definitely a good one that I would recommend, um, especially people who are more business minded, more, just kind of in that setting, and they may not. You may feel like you don't have a a need for the things of God or praying and fasting. Just that was a good one, and then with Emerald Sinclair, who's a love coach, I met Emerald. Years ago during the the COVID period, um, I have a meetup group here in Austin and she, you know, reached out to me to do an event together. I've always admired her as far as um, this sense of faith. Um, in, in my world, my Christian world, I'll call it crazy faith, you know, because I'm, I'm kind of that way, but it's not crazy. But outside looking in, people may say, what? You left a job without another one lined up? What? You gave all of your money away and, you know, you just received that money? What? You know, you know these things that aren't the typical, let me follow the guideline, the book tells me to do it this way, but it's just kind of a feeling that you know it will work out, and that's how she's lived her life, you know, or these, you know, most recent years. And so I was really just blessed by our, her story of um, how the last three years she's, you know, been living out of the United States traveling, you know, and things have worked out and just the experiences that she's learned from it and just how she can, how she works with women and guides them into um, finding love by changing, you know, their belief systems and just, um, holding out to know um, that they can have this relationship they want. And for me, I'm reminded of, you know, delight in the Lord and you have the desires of your heart. And it's not some type of magic thing where you're, you know, conjuring up or you're, you know, what strong-arming God saying, this is what I'm going to have. I've kind of believed and learned in my life that a lot of these desires you get, I say it's desires God wants you to have. You know, again, it goes back to that you have this this goal or this something in your heart, but your friends or the negativity, or because you've never seen it happen, you don't believe it. So therefore you don't act on it, or you don't, you know, you don't do anything towards it. But with Emerald, again, she's confirming and going along the aspects of faith, you know, no, you you can't have this, you know, you, you do desire this, this ser- certain type of person. And, And I'm in agreement with it. So that's definitely a good one. That was episode seven. And then finally, for episode eight, the last one, which, oh, I was so, so, so excited with that one as well, too, Um, with Sarah Moses. Sarah is a dear friend, a true angel. I call her my Proverbs 31 woman, you know, grace and beauty. We worked at Lakewood together. She's been there, I believe she's said 18 years, you know, uh, she and her husband, JJ Moses have been married for 13 years. JJ played for, um, used to play for the, the, for NFL team, just came out with his first book. Uh, they worked on the book together. They have three beautiful children together. And I kind of share with them how two of her children's names or names that, you know, related to me and in, in my life and she does explain her story of letting God write your story, you know, in in for her. It was with career as well as in relationship. She went to school, got her master's in one area, and then God led her into ministry, you know, to to work at Lakewood and how just kind of trusting God and that has worked out. And then when she began to, her journey of finding Wanting to be married, and she's um, comes from an Indian culture where they her parents were looking to to do an arranged marriage for her, and then her husband is African American, so they've you know realized hey we want to be together, and just a kind of brief story of how God had to work that story out and and manifested and unfolded into a true like <laughs> story that you would see in the movies or a story that you would read about in the Bible. Um, So I was definitely definitely blessed hearing that again. um, I plan on bringing her and her husband actually, you know, at some point plan on bringing everyone back on for different reasons. Um, I want to do a love and marriage series, again, a prayer and fasting series, more on just, you know, accomplishing your dreams. But um, Sarah at the end, which you definitely want to hear that, um, I did have her pray for my um for the audience pray for you so as you're listening to that receive that blessing and then she explains more of her role at Lakewood as far as some things they have coming up Um, if you you know want to touch base with her there but definitely these episodes are good ones that you should go back and listen to so that does bring me to the closing of this episode <laughs> I do want to um, thank you for listening as I recapped my beginning. It's my first podcast, y'all, all the way to episode eight with um, Sarah Moses, the director of volunteer teams at Lakewood Church. Doing all common theme that I've noticed with, these, with each of these episodes, um, it's faith, prayer, trusting God, um, but peace. Following that sense of peace, um, putting God first, surrendering to God, again, just comes down to it for me that the the underlying theme when I'm listening to everyone, that when you connect back to the heart and purposes of God, your life flows, your life seems to have more purpose, your life begins to go into a direction that somehow you probably couldn't have um, touched, you know, got it there on your own. So, do you want to remind you again if you have any feedback or questions or comments? I would love to hear them. I really would. I would love to answer some of these during the podcast. I would love to respond back to you directly. You can email me through the, you know, again, theenlightmoment at gmail.com. There's also a contact button on the website, um, theenlightco.com. And if you, you know, are feeling led, or have ideas, or you want to use your resources to um, bless me in helping to grow this podcast, then definitely um, reach out to coordinate there with me. For uh, next year, which is in a couple days, or depending on when you listen to this, make sure you listen to the first episode of the year, because I do plan on listing out tips and insights of how to make next year one of your best or the best year just from people i have watched in my own life of uh of ways of how to just make it the most you know so i'll be sharing those and with that said i do want to wish you a happy new year happy remainder of 2023 i do pray and declare that you are entering a, a good season that this is a turnaround time for you. I do declare in Jesus' name that you will have above and beyond and that all things work together for your good. I just look forward to you seeing and hearing more of God in your everyday life. And I thank you so much for being a, being a part of my podcast, The Inlight Moment. And I look forward to sharing with you next week. Bye. <laughs>